0: Welcome. My name is Tracy Stevens, and this is the Healing Point podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. What is it that you'd like to explore today?
1: I would like to explore the burst of acne. Okay. Yeah, mostly in my face and on my upper chest and a little bit on the upper back. And I, yeah, I have it now for two, two and a half years, I think. And it's already uh, a lot better, but it's not uh, fully away yet.
0: Okay. Right. Well, thank you for bringing this because this will, you know, I'm sure this will speak to a lot of people. And so you're... Obviously, you're, you're an adult, but did you ever have this when you were a teenager,
1: puberty, or has this
0: just been just the last couple of years for you?
1: No, I ha- didn't have it when I was a, uh, in my teenage uh, years, because I was quite young when I started uh, hormonal contraceptives. Yeah, so I was at the end of my 14th. And I stopped with it two and a half years ago. So, when I quit the uh, contraceptives after three months, I think it was like outraging. And for me, it was outraging. I I see some pictures of other people, and it's uh, much heavier than, but you can imagine my face was always quite good. Um, for me my face was something I was proud of instead of the the rest of my body so it was really heavy to have it in my face literally.
0: <laughs> yeah okay well there's something in that I think that you started taking hormonal contraceptives when you were about 14 and then and then you had the outbreak when you came off them more recently. So if you don't mind me asking, I'd be really interested to know why you went on them in the first place. Was it was it menstrual cycle issues,
1: period problems for you? Um, no, the main reason was because I had a boyfriend at the time. So yeah, I wanted to be safe. And one time, the, the we we thought the condom was broken. So then I had an uh, how do you say an morning after pill. So I do, I didn't want to have it more often so then I thought yeah maybe it's a good time to start with that because I thought that's that's the way to go
0: okay yeah so you were sexually active then around at at that age which is quite young yeah even that I find quite interesting in in terms of like forming relationships and and making connections and
1: mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's a good topic as well yeah
0: yeah yeah no i think that is a good topic but let's stick with the um with the acne right now then do you have a theory for yourself in terms of the um acne i mean obviously there's a hormone related issue there yeah you know with with you coming off the pill but if you, you know you know my work and you know you've been obviously you know reading my feed and that sort of thing i just wondered if if you had a theory or had any ideas
1: to start with where it may where it may have started for you? Yeah, it's quite a journey. In the first place, I really thought, oh yeah, this this is because I stopped with the hormonal contraceptives. And then uh, I read a lot about the depletions of the uh, minerals and the vitamins. So I also did a uh, blood test, the EMB blood test. Uh, and I went to an orthomolecular uh, food uh, person. So I changed my diaries and all that stuff. But yeah, it's better now because, but it's not a way. Uh, so, so I looked a little bit deeper. I stopped using cosmetics and stuff. Uh, and then I came on the point of my, um, Self-image, because what I already said, my face was my precious. Because I, I also had uh, when I was thirteen, fourteen, I had anorexia. Okay. So yeah, my self-image was not that good. And yeah, if you get it in your face, which is your most precious for me, it was like okay, so this is what I need to feel to love me. Anyway, yes, and then I I tried that, and I feel that it is, it's also true, but still, there's something, yeah, it's not there yet,
0: yeah, and that's really significant as well. That you had anorexia when you were younger, and it's around that 13 14 time as well, yeah. There sounds like at that time, there was something going on for you where you were deeply. Unsettled inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the acne started and you, you came off the pill and the acne started to appear in
1: your face, what were your thoughts towards it? Yeah, it was uh, it was really negative, of course. And it was really painful. It, so it's really physically painful, but also mentally, because I thought, oh, I'm good now with myself. And I wasn't because, yeah.
0: I'm just wondering whether
1: there's a relationship between what came up for you in your thoughts. Uh, my thought was ugly, unworthy. I wanted to hide and I sh- uh, felt shame, I think. Yeah. Uh, also a little bit of uh, disgusting.
0: Yeah. And, and and was there a relationship between that and how you used to think about yourself in your early teens? Mm. Did they, Were
1: those thoughts familiar to you? Oh, that's a good question. I think mostly the unworthy parts. Yeah. Yeah, I was quite young as well with shaving my legs and stuff. And or, yeah, how do you say, classmates made some not so nice um, comments? Comments. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> When I was on uh, lower school, so the... Yes, the primary, younger. Yeah, I had four or five years, which were really hard for me because they all all the time made not-so-nice comments and they uh, set me out and, yeah, it was them to me. And so I don't know the word in English, but I think you understand what it is.
0: Yeah, sounds like bullying. It sounds like singling you out. Yeah. Something was happening inside of you then. Yeah. That made, like you said, you felt unworthy or you felt sh- shamed. Yeah. And would it be fair to say then that you started wanting to change your body so you were more acceptable?
1: Yeah. Yeah, But when I made the step from the primary school to the The second school, I wanted to change my hair and I wanted to change my clothes and I wanted to change my image. Yeah. And then it was like I wanted to be accepted uh, and then I started to uh, control my body without eating that much.
0: Yes. and, And so, I mean, to sum that up, it sounds like the way my body is right now isn't accepted by other people. So I have to change myself in order to fit in and have friends and connect with people.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a good thing because you already said I was young age uh, with my sexuality. When I had sex, I felt good about my body. It makes me emotional, but um, I don't know what that is because it's a... a, a quite strange (laughs) it's not strange and just
0: let's just hold that for a moment so because your body is speaking to you right now when you feel emotional Mm -hmm. so can you just stay with the emotion for a moment you shut your eyes if you want to because there's a part of you in there that's feeling
1: something right now yeah, it's also shame, I think. Yeah, shame for only being worthy then when I'm sexually active. Yeah,
0: it's only finding that love and connection mm. when you're sexually active. In that, in that space, you were able to receive mm. something that was was deep for you um like a deep emotional connection Mm,
1: yeah oh yeah that resonates uh the receiving and the 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 emotional availability or something yeah
0: yeah and you know just just a second ago when that emotion came up here and yet you're it's still it's still happening can you tell me what's happening in your body? You know, just physically, what you're feeling right now. Physically, what's happening?
1: Yeah, it's it's fringing.
0: Okay. Yeah. So there's a squeezing and. Yeah, making me smaller or something. Because it is it difficult for you to to speak about.
1: Um, this part of the sexuality, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, i yeah because. Uh, yeah, I was young and, uh, I loved it. And, uh, some people think things about it and yeah.
0: Yeah. So some people judge that.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So you feel judged by it, but there's something in it that, um, you know, you were seeking something. Are you, can you recognize that you had a need in you that like a, like a an emptiness
1: oh yeah of course (laughs) yeah totally yeah
0: and that connection just was able to satisfy that longing in you just for that short amount of time
1: Mm -hmm. yeah maybe it was the only time I felt seen or something yeah yeah
0: Okay, and, and does that resonate for you in terms of your childhood, if that
1: was the only time you were seen? Yeah, I can go deep in that. Uh, it started from my uh, when I was born. M- my mother had a lot of complications with me breastfeeding, so she had a really hard time, and my father couldn't see or hear or feel anything about it, so... He dropped me with my mother and then he ran away. And my mother was like, yeah, I can't accept her and I have pain with her. So, yeah, I was a sort of hopeless baby. And then I think everything after that was built on that. So, yeah.
0: And just just take a breath right now because, because this emotion that's coming up for you is really real. It, it's it's in the present, even though we're talking about the past. And are you feeling um, anything in your body right now as we're talking? Yeah, a lot of
1: tension around my my pelvic pelvis and my my hips, my butt. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe my um, uh, cervix as well.
0: Okay. So I'm just going to ask you just, you know, if you want to, it's entirely up to you. If it feels safe enough, just to shut your eyes and just to be with that tightness right now. Let's just be with it. And just notice what happens. Notice what's happening in your body just in this moment. Mm.
1: It makes me really tensed, really squeezed, and it makes me. Um, I don't want to be here.
0: Yeah. Yes. You want to move and run away? Or
1: yeah, I want to go away. Not not, not here, but on Earth. <laughs> so yeah, it, it feels like I I can't belong here or something.
0: Well, this is important because usually the coping mechanism is to avoid this feeling, this very feeling that you're feeling right now. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's quite hard just to sit with it and feel into it because it's painful. It's deep, deep pain. Mm -hmm. But there's a part of you there that is in deep pain. And she's still active inside of you you know you're feeling it now just when we're talking about the memory and the the childhood and it's all related to everything that's going on for you right now in the present Mm -hmm. and so just allowing that feeling to be there what you're doing is you're saying to that part of you it's okay I hear you I hear you I see you and so that's why I'm just bringing you into your body and just to have that conversation with this with this feeling that's inside of you.
1: I feel a little bit more space.
0: Yeah. So as we're talking about it, even just talking about it, it's like giving you permission to feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a lot of puzzle pieces are getting into each other. Yeah.
0: So the more you can tune into that part of you that's in pain, even though it feels so uncomfortable to do that, then the more you can get in touch with, you know, what's happening inside your body, what those feelings are, because the the tears come up,
1: there's, there's sadness there. Mm, yeah and anger anger yeah yeah okay maybe that's the um also the tension and the tightness part because i'm really <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely and that's often the root of the acne as well an internal anger that you've held on but it's deep
1: and it's old it's really, yeah. Now I remember I read somewhere, maybe on your page or maybe somewhere else that Agnes with anger. And now I can relate to it because now we have made um, the a connection between my thirteen, fourteen, and also the uh, when I was born. And yeah, and I also feel... There's a connection between I had uh, problems with the breastfeeding and the anorexia part because it's both the feeling of not getting enough food. And I would
0: extend that idea of not getting enough food to not getting enough nurturing, Mm. not getting enough love. Mm. Yeah. And it's all about that connection. How does that feel?
1: It's It's really painful because now I think, yeah, how do I not fix it? But How can you work with it? Right,
0: yeah. And that's that's always the next question. Yeah. Okay, I can recognize that there's anger in there. I can recognize there's sadness. Yeah. How can I work with it? Okay. You just did work with it, just really briefly because when you when you felt the emotion mm-hmm. you felt also the pain in your body would can you recognize that you have maybe adapted to pushing those feelings away
1: yeah 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 i was always busy and doing a lot of things to just be uh, in in motion and to not stand still and feel, so I I worked a lot. I studied a lot. I did a lot of sports, and yeah, I was always around. So now I'm more in the stillness and and with the feeling part. So yeah, I feel that all the things I've already done and uh, were leading up to this conversation as well, because now yeah, it feels really on the right time or something yeah there's there's perfect timing, isn't there, with with all of this healing
0: path that we're on, yeah, yeah, so there's a few things that we can just look at, but I think if if we just come back to the acne for a moment, yeah, two and a half years ago, when you decided to come off the pill, you know, the hormonal contraceptive, why do you think you made that decision
1: actually. Yes, six years ago, I had a depression and it was not so really a surprise because of my anorexia period and stuff. But then later I read something about uh, depression and the hormonal uh, the contraceptives. So I, then I thought, oh, maybe there's a connection between it. So I switched from the pill to the NuvaRing. But then there was a really change between how I felt on the pill and how I felt on the uh, Nufaring. So my libido changed, my interests changed, a lot of things changed. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's better to get off the hormonal uh, contraceptives. So then I read a lot about it. And yeah, now I'm helping other uh, uh, women with it as well. Wonderful. So because, yeah, I felt really felt insightful. Oh my God, I didn't know this about myself. Then I'm not alone. So I want to help other people. And I had a really tough journey because I stopped cold turkey. And then it was like bomb. I didn't know who I was without it. Yeah, that was my part of of that. So yeah, I had a a sort of hard hard landing. It was not an. I think it can be more softer.
0: Yeah. Okay, and so that sounds like you were just called to make a shift in your life. Yeah. You came off the pill and then everything that you've been suppressing started to come up, you know, you felt different. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things
1: changed since then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, very interesting, you see. So that part of the journey and the the acne for me is like now you weren't on the artificial hormones your own hormones in their wave-like action and their cyclical action were able to sort of bring up to the surface things that you had been burying for a long time yeah and so it feels you know it felt uncomfortable yeah it it was a lot (laughs) yeah massive amount so so you went down the physical on the physical journey and now you're you've you've shifted into the deeper emotional sort of journey as well
1: yeah it makes me get chicken skin because i also felt some thing about uh, i get my first period when i was 11 also a little bit young and i w- don't wanted to become a woman with all my body parts yes um because i felt uncomfortable with it and i'm feeling now that is healing as well that I now can really embrace all women parts. And yeah, because it's necessary for a healthy cycle, healthy uh, life and later on for fertility. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a, a beautiful
0: description, actually, you know, about getting ready to know yourself as a woman and not wanting to suppress that anymore.
1: No, and I feel that's hard too, because it's, it's also a, a, a collective load or something. I feel really heavy in my, in my cervix as well.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot stored there. I always think of the pelvis as a bit like a bowl. And many women, you know, will hold their emotions all the way down there which is why we often have so many problems with our cycles and with our uterus and our ovulation, and it's, it gets out of balance. It's almost like it collects all the toxicity from past. But you're clearing that out now. Mm-hmm. There's something I want to say about like acne is that it? it's almost like if you think of heat and heat rises, mm-hmm it's a bit like when you've got anger sitting in you from a long long time ago it's like it stews if you know that word it's like it cooks in your pelvis it's moving it's raging it's boiling boiling yes and it comes up onto your face because the heat rises but there's toxicity in there yeah so there's a lot of negative thoughts about yourself, about other people, about, you know, there's there's often some bitterness. Mm-hmm. And so it rises up and so we see it on the face quite often. But it's also connected with that, you know, you already mentioned it, shame. Shame is just bit about being isolated. But you were sort of isolated as a baby from your mum. Mm-hmm. There was that separation there and then there was that separation at school when people would talk about you. Do you see the link? Yeah. And the key to working with this is to recognize that those parts of you are still active, like we said, so there's an there's an angry part of you. Mm. yeah, and that angry part I don't know, maybe we can just do it now. if you were to if you were to think about your childhood and you think about that anger that's sitting low down. You know, right in your root chakra or your sacral chakra, right between your hips, around your cervix, that tightening. Mm. What age do you think the anger is? Yeah, my first
1: thing was just baby age.
0: Yeah. Yes, that's it. Perfect. So now you've got that image. So now you have to reparent that baby and this is this is the work really this is the meditative work is is picture that child that inner child and there's a rage in babies isn't it when well, isn't there when the baby's not getting what she needs and what do you think that she needs as you look at her raging
1: yeah uh, the holding tights So that's funny because I said I feel a lot of tightness and maybe that's what I did for myself because I hadn't the tightness of someone else.
0: Yeah, this need to be held, this need to feel safe in somebody's arms. And you can see the reflection there as well in your sexuality and your relationships, the need to feel safe and held. Yeah. Yeah. So now yeah. comes the work in terms of doing that for yourself inwardly.
1: Yeah, I'm. I think about it, and I. Yeah, I'm questioning. How do I do that?
0: We can do a little bit of exercise if you want to.
1: Oh yes, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And here there's a pause in the recording while we connect to the inner child and do some deep and profound personal work. It's inappropriate to put into the podcast, but connecting these hidden parts of ourselves is very powerful and has the potential to be extremely healing. And we return after this segment. And being really curious, use curiosity as a gift, as a skill. Rather than condemning yourself or looking badly at yourself, it's more like, "Why am I thinking that where Where is that thought come from? Is it mine actually? Do I really feel like that? Or is this a
1: pattern of thought that I have developed over years? Yeah, yeah, and I think it's really good to sit with it and take the time for it instead of yeah going through with the things i do because then i don't come really to it yeah
0: and the sitting silently which in a way happened in a big way in your life you know when you changed around that covid time probably when you were separated and then you changed your you you, you changed physically stop taking that pill, then things started to come up for you. And in the same way, sitting quietly and stilling yourself and connecting in with your body will bring up all sorts of things. And so as the thoughts arise, just working working with them in the way that we've been doing today with curiosity.
1: Nice. It's a good word, curiosity. Yeah, I lost that as well—the curiosity, a little bit—the the the playfulness, the spontaneity. Yeah,
0: it's easily lost. Yes, in favor of these protective layers that come in. And journaling is another tool to use. Yeah, free writing—just writing whatever you know, whatever comes into your mind, whatever thoughts—just writing them down, no filter.
1: Yeah, I started it this year. I. Found it really hard to just go right. So then I uh, had the word rhythm, thoughts, and that helped me really.
0: You're on the path. It seems it's all it's all going forward for you.
1: Mm, yeah, I feel that too.
0: So just bringing it round now, just to the end. Do you feel like you've got the answers you were looking for, and in, in terms of connecting the dots for your skin?
1: Yeah. I think it's good for me to re-listen it some uh, moment. It felt good before we started and, uh, and now more, <laughs> because uh, it feels on the right moment. Yeah, it definitely does.
0: Yes. And uh, so thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much. Yes.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, you'll find a lot more content on my Instagram account at thehealingpoint.underscore. If you have a question you'd like to explore and are willing to take part in the podcast, you'll find all the information you need on my website, which is www.tracystevens.org podcast. Thanks and see you soon.